0: my mama used to say not to worry cause it's just like a rocking chair Hey, mamas. You're listening to the whole Mama Podcast with Jenna Gibbons. We'll
1: talk all things motherhood and how to build a solid foundation for our children. Our goal is to empower and educate and provide the tools to embrace motherhood and raise compassionate and confident lifelong learners. We believe that as mamas, we need to give ourselves some grace, and our children deserve the best education. I'm your host, Jenna Gibbons, recording right from my barn outside of Nashville, Tennessee. So throw something comfy on and grab a mug of your favorite drink and let's get started. We have so much to talk about. Thanks for joining me today. Hey everyone, thank you for joining me tonight as we talk a little bit about cooking and baking and actually teaching some reading and writing skills as we do that. So uh, thanks for joining me. I don't know about you, but I am tired. It is a busy time of the year and I feel like this year has just uh, kind of caught up with me. I think we all have certain points. Where it, you know, it just everything kind of lays on our shoulders and we, um, you know, have to keep going and take care of our kids and get to work and, you know, all these different things. And, you know, we just have days where, where we're, we're tired and I'm tired today. Um, and there's been some stressful days, but honestly, I know it's hard right now. Um, But for me, cooking, baking brings me joy, especially during the holidays. So that's what I've been doing um, to kind of just take a second and regroup and just enjoy doing something at home. So what about you? I would love to hear from you if you want to send me a DM. I'd love to know what you do to kind of help you through this time and if I get a lot of them I'd love to share them on my my blog because I think we could all use some ideas cuz a lot of us are home right now and you know kind of going stir crazy. We have good days and bad days, but even having a little cheat sheet of things we can our go-tos, you know, to kind of get through the day or through you know, through the week and for us, you know, we're home now more. I have several people I know who are getting COVID, which is just kind of hitting a little bit harder at home for us. So, um, you know, we're blessed to be happy and, and healthy and safe, but, um, you know, it's just a tough time. So why not cook with your kids, right? <laughs> and did you know that you can incorporate literacy into that? It's It's, you know, it's actually really a fun way to do that. And is chaotic as baking can be, well we know it is chaotic, right? Um but that's okay. It's it's supposed to it's supposed to be. Um is it stressful at times? Yes. Is it worth doing? Absolutely. Is it messy? Absolutely. Is it worth teaching through? Yes. And so today I'm gonna share with you some ten easy steps to do just that and there by no means do you have to do all of these maybe pick one in fact I encourage you to try one maybe two of these and then let me know how it goes send me a message Um, I'd love to know and get feedback on some of the things that you're doing at home with your kids so um, anyway I'm going to dive right into these and these are some of the things that we would do with our students who were learning to just begin to read and write in a second language. <clears throat> Excuse me. But they truly can apply to any new, new learner who's learning to read and write. And if you can do it through, you know, enjoying some of your favorite recipes together, I feel like it's a win, you know. In every aspect so um, so yeah so let's just dive right in so the first thing is called interactive writing and you know in the classroom we would do these on chart paper ideally just because it's big and it's easy to read and there's lots of space but you can also do this on a piece of paper with your child and you're essentially writing a recipe together whether you do the recipe first or you do it after you write ideally probably would be good Um, You know to kind of write it out first and then use your recipe to cook, but it kind of depends on your children So you're gonna brainstorm and make almost a word bank of the ingredients that you're going to use With a small visual and sometimes I would write the words for my students and then draw the visual Sometimes they would come up and write the ingredients and write them phonetically and draw a picture It just depends on what you feel and then after you do that, you're going to write the sentences together for each step of the recipe below. And then at the end, you're going to read it together again. And going back and reading what they wrote is so good for, for children, especially who are just learning to read and write, because it reinforces everything you just talked about. So those what we love doing. And then we kept those up. The kiddos got to see what they had cooked throughout the year together. And still be able to read all that because they've already read it several times and they wrote it themselves. So that's one great thing. And of course, um, you know, with cooking comes sequencing. So that's uh, number two, which is sequencing the steps of the ingredients. I'm sorry, the steps of the recipe um, together. So whether you're drawing out and cutting those pictures or printing out clip art and, uh, you know, including those, they can glue them on a sentence strip or on a piece of paper. And it's just a great way to reinforce sequencing because you talk about like, well, if you if you do one step ahead of the other one, it can mess up the recipe entirely, right? So just talking through those, and going back and reading again what they, um, you know, if they sequence the pictures and then write the step, or you could even include the text of the um, of the step and then match it to the picture that they sequence. There's so many different things you can do. Um, you know, to make sure that they've gotten that sequencing skill. And then number three is kind of a simple one, but it's really reinforcing the idea of reading left to right, especially for your early readers. And um, I'm going to be talking about these little visual recipe cards so they can easily see you modeling how to read from left to right as you're showing them the recipe. You can also use the interactive writing chart that you made together. So pointing to each word and showing what reading looks like is so important for them to see. And then number four um, is what I had just mentioned, and that's a, a, re- a visual recipe card. So there's plenty online. I did look to see, and I'll try. I'm going to put some links on my on my website for you. But these are just amazing because they incorporate simple text and visuals to make reading approachable to readers. And I think that's one of the things that. Um, Gosh, I would, it just broke my heart when kids would be reading things at school because there was so much text, they just became overwhelmed and they just shut down. Right, you know, when they first started reading, They've, you've already lost them because there's just too much for them. They're early readers, right? So having visuals in there and within the simple text is, I feel so approachable and so much um, you know, less intense for them as they're trying to read. And then you can always add more text in later, but making sure that they have that foundation first with the help of visuals is great. So um, that's called a visual, a visual recipe card because there are visuals on it. And I just want to stop here for a second and kind of just remind us all of w- how important authentic experiences are when you're learning. Um, because children you know they love they're 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 natural learners, right? So as they're doing all these different things with you, whether you're cooking together, um, especially home right now, <laughs> during you know this crazy year and going into 2021, you know whether you're in cooking together or you're outside, there are so many ways to just kind of embed that learning. Um, You know, so they're not even, they don't even realize that you're teaching them. And, um, and they're still going to remember the things you talked about because they remember that experience with you. And that's, what's important that they are experiencing things with you. And then you can teach through those experiences. I mean, how wonderful is that where you can do things together and then go back and write about it, or, you know, um, just talk about it. Or, you know, you can pull things in, like if even with, um, you know, we're doing more literacy today, but with cooking, you can pull math skills in and it is fun and it is natural and they're learning. I promise you they will be learning. So I just wanted to talk about that because you will, I'm going to talk about it more and, um, you know, probably share more research on the importance of experiential learning because it is so important for our kids these days. So, um. Anyway, so number five uh, would be, and kind of going back to, to um, as they're writing, is if you have a picture of the ingredient, your child can't um, use the initial, it's called initial sounds. And um, you can see where they are with knowing what initial sounds are because it's a very important skill for kiddos. Um, who are just starting to learn to read, is that if they can write the letter of the first uh, sound of a word next to the, to the picture. So let's say, for example, um, that you want have one of the ingredients and it might be, um, I'm trying to think of an example. of it. um, Maybe it's flour, right? And so they may write uh, the letter F for, f- or they may even go a little further with that for an L blend and write FL for full Okay. So that's just a way for them to really, they might not even write the whole word yet. You might just want them to tell you what's the first sound you hear. And they write that letter. That's so important to see where your kids are, um, you know, with their, with their, with their, um, phonetic skills. And then you can, um, it's a quick little assessment. If you need to help guide them a little bit, go right ahead and then continue on with the the recipe. So, um, that is just identifying initial sounds. And then another great activity, number six, would be labeling. Labeling is a really important skill, especially for, uh, like I said, for early readers and writers. And so that could be labeling the ingredients with invented spelling. So you may not you know, be correcting them on their spelling. You just want to see what they can do phonetically. So they listen for the sounds in the word and they write them down. Um, Does it come to a point where you correct them at some point? Yes, but you want them to naturally start writing. I feel like many of the children that I, you know, taught uh, were so nervous to make a mistake with, with spelling and with writing. Well, that's how you learn. So you have to kind of let them go with it and feel it And you want them to feel natural when they're writing. And then you can, can, you know, slowly go back and say, okay, well, this is how you spell this word. This is how you do this. But, you know, see where they're at and then just let them flow. Let them write. That's how you start learning and becoming a great writer. And so they may be labeling the different ingredients with their invented spelling, or they may know how that word is spelled. Um, You could also have them cut and paste labels and put them next to the ingredients as well. Um, So once you've done that whole, the whole thing, let's say that you've done the recipe together, um, you've either used a visual recipe card or you've done interactive writing together, another great way, a fun way (laughs) um, to see what they've learned and just to kind of um, approach the recipe in a different way is is through dramatic play or retell and retell, actually, because they're kind of retelling it as they're, as they're performing, right? So they may dress up, um, you know, as a chef, or they may dress up as a different character that they want to be and use manipulatives, which you could have labels on, and dramatically show how to make the recipe because they're going to be using all the vocabulary and language that you did together. Um, they're just kind of going to be doing it in a play form. Um, they could be the chef on a cooking show, and this activity really builds language and reading skills and it's just kind of a fun way to see if they can retell their recipe to you. And um, so, okay, so that's a lot of fun to do. And it would it'd be really fun for you to even like record it so they can look back and say, oh my gosh, look what I did when I was, you know, six or seven. Um, you know, but though it's just a great experience to capture if you can. So number eight is um, kind of through all these different things is vocabulary, right? All the different things we've talked about, they're going to be learning new vocabulary, new kinds of foods, um, you know, different ingredients you're using with visuals. Um, You can still help highlight the initial sound of each word. I actually use a crayon, a yellow crayon or highlighter if you have your, um, your list of recipes so they can kind of get... Well, we call it get your mouth ready. So they are already can identify the first sound so they don't get stuck. They have like a little bit of assistance to help them read that new vocabulary word, right? So that would be for all the different items you have, you know, for, for flour, for baking powder, for if you have a certain kind of fruit in the thing you're making, or pasta, whatever it is. But you can also identify vocabulary through the verbs you use in the steps, right? So stir or roll. Or um, you know anything else? That, a verb you're using to make that food, and maybe even use a movement to help them remember it. And all of these different things, <clears throat> excuse me, are a great way to kind of pull in at the end through a piece of journal writing. So I'm a huge advocate for journal writing daily. And this is a great way to reflect on the recipe and the experience cooking together, um, you know, through their journal. They can, you know, write down the vocabulary or the steps they did. Um, you can leave up anything that you've done together. The interactive writing chart is a reference. Um, they can draw pictures of what they did. It's just a great way to kind of reinforce everything. And then number 10 um, is a really cool thing I saw online, and I'm going to share the link with you and the website the, of the blogger who did it. It's called My Little Recipe Book, and it's has visuals and text, and they keep all the little recipes they've done on a ring, and they can add to it, um, you know, throughout the year, as they're adding recipes that you cook together, I just think it's brilliant. <laughs> so it's all about interacting with and reading and ma- manipulating the language and the text, and referring back to it often because then it will become familiar to them. And and I promise you, they're going to be uh, loving to learn, um, to cook and to read and to write. So is it going to be messy? Yes. Chaotic? Yes. Challenging? Yes. But I challenge you to try one of these with your kids this week and let me know how it goes. And I'm going to leave you with this quote that I just love. And it says, an apron is just a cape cape that's on backwards. So let them explore, let them learn, and I promise you, you all will have a great time. Take care and I'll see you next time. For joining me at the barn today for the whole mama. I hope you've laughed, reflected, and learned something valuable to take home to your family. I'll meet you right back here next week, and in the meantime, focus on these important things. Take care of yourself, read daily with your children, and find times throughout the day to truly be present with your family. This time is so precious, so we must embrace these moments and be intentional about it. Lastly, remember to find those things that bring you joy daily that cup of coffee, those comfy leggings, that song, or even that glass of wine. Whatever it is, make sure you find that daily joy for yourself. You deserve it, Mama. Thank you again for joining me today, and I'll meet you back here for our next episode at The Whole Mama.
0: my hand and